In 2011, I had the most miserable job in the world. I was just a few months out of college and had just finished volunteering on this reforestation project in a national park on the island of Borneo. And I found myself with nine months to kill. And I was applying to PhD programs in ecology. And so I thought I should prove myself with a research project. And one topic really stood out to me. Um, there had been a ton of illegal logging in this national park. And it seemed like it had been increasing the number of mosquitoes that spread diseases like malaria. Unfortunately, it turned out that the only way to prove that was to go into the rainforest and count how many disease-spreading mosquitoes came out to bite me. <laughs> Let me take you through a typical night on the job. Sky's getting dark, and the cicadas start up this uh, brassy, haunting wail. And it's my cue to go hiking out into the forest alone. All I've got with me is a notebook and uh, a device called an aspirator. It's this tool that lets me suck up mosquitoes into little plastic vials. Uh, but unfortunately, it only works once the mosquitoes are actually biting me. Otherwise, it just scares them off. Um, and after about a half hour of hiking, I sit down and I roll my pant legs up <laughs> and I take my shoes and socks off. Turns out that the tops of my feet and my ankles are by far my best mosquito bait. And within five seconds, I've got my first customer. Um, sometimes there's so many of them, all I have time to do is catch one, drop a tally in my notebook, and then catch the next. And the biting and the itchiness really peak as the sun drops below the horizon. Um, and sometimes the mosquitoes are, they're joined by sandflies. And now, sandflies don't suck your blood so much as they saw a hole into your skin and like slurp up the blood that pools up. <laughs> One night, I got so many bites that I broke out head to toe in hives. In hindsight, really boneheaded move to leave the Benadryl at home. Um, and within 15 minutes, it's pitch black. And that's great for the bites, they, start to, they finally start to ebb a bit. But the night is about to get a whole lot spicier, because now is when the creepy crawlies start to come out. On, uh, on bad nights, I have very, very close encounters with scorpions and giant centipedes. And on one very memorable occasion, uh, a cobra. And invariably, at some point during this first hour of pitch black, um, the, like, the wall of insect noise around, around me gets pierced by, uh, by like, some mysterious noise in the woods. And I'm reminded of the dozen or more locals who have all unprompted told me, warned me, that the forest is full of ghosts. You know that like hair rising on the back of your neck feeling? It's really bad alone, at night, in a jungle. In a jungle that makes Jumanji look like a documentary. <laughs> but you know what makes it a thousand times worse? Being barefoot. <laughs> I would have felt less naked and exposed if I had been fully nude but wearing a pair of Crocs. 
my, my only defense was to just make a louder noise than the one that I just heard. So a scurrying sound up in the canopy above me, I literally start belting out the Alaska flag song. <laughs> and I keep this whole routine up until sunrise, night after night, for 12 hours straight. I let myself get continuously bitten by mosquitoes, and the whole time my brainstem rarely ratchets down the alerts from DEFCON 1. <laughs> and um, maybe, maybe I should have had the uh, maturity of Rosie and just taken the L, swallowed my pride, but um, something kept me going. And I think a big part of it was really truly believing that this study, was, this study of mine was gonna help keep the local people and the local forest healthy. Um, and somehow, after nine long months, <sighs> the rainforest and I came to like an uneasy truce. And on my last collecting trip, deep into like the primeval heart of the park, the only scare actually came during the daytime. Uh, I was hiking out, and there was this motion in the woods, and this park ranger I was with, he goes shooting off down the trail. And the motion turned out to be this cuddly bear cat, like think like a fluffy oversized mongoose. And, and I caught up with the ranger and he explained that he thought it had been a sun bear, the largest predator in the national park. And he told me the story of uh, a researcher a few years back, a researcher who had been horrifically mauled. And I, I shook off the story, got back to town just in time for my last night collecting mosquitoes. And uh, I'd saved this really chill site um, as like a victory lap. And um, I, I told myself, you know, for once, I'm actually gonna stay quiet. Maybe I'll see another one of these bear cats. Um, I hear they smell like popcorn close up. And hour after sunset, right on cue, I hear something in the woods. And this time, I really do stay quiet. And it gets louder and closer. And right as I'm starting to think, Bigger than a bear cat, a shadow pops out in front of me between two trees, and I find myself 15 feet away from a fucking sun bear. <laughs> we freeze and lock eyes, and then almost like there was a mirror between us, at the exact same instant, we both jump up, do a 180, and go bolting in opposite directions. <laughs> Both of us running barefoot through the forest. <laughs> and so ended my brief career as a professional mosquito magnet. Um, and looking back, I gotta say, there are worse jobs to have under your belt. Um, I learned about my capacity to face my fears, and I got to experience one of the wildest places on Earth in a way that few outsiders like ever have. Um, plus, it got me into grad school and, and taught me one of the most important lessons of my PhD. Don't study mosquitoes. <laughs> so, was it really the most miserable job in the world after all? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>